welcome to I the Show, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, any anything, anything and everything. Welcome to I the Show. I the Show. Chips, Randy. Oh no! You know what my favorite thing to dip chips in? What? What is it? Hamas. It's the bomb. It is on that note. It is. <laughs> the too podcast mi- is done, guys. We're thrown in the towel. <laughs> my God, guys! That was it. <laughs> so, uh. I I think I literally had texted Katie, like when I found out. I'm like, you left the farm, didn't you? I only went to Nine Mile Falls. Yeah, only. <laughs> oh, and I'm just like, why did you have to start World War Three? Come on, yeah, it, like, it's, isn't it funny? We were just joking about that last time we recorded two weeks ago. We're like, oh, Katie's going to leave the farm. Yeah. World War Three might officially pop off. Yeah, and then what oh. happens? She just goes. It's like what an hour away. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, she crossed state lines. She left. She left the boundaries of the farm, and now we're all fucked. She went one hour away. Um, and actually, not me. You two, on crazy. the other hand, um, I hope you got your draft cards lined up and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a- me, nah. I'm already, I've been in and out. I'm done. Oh. I don't have to do that shit no more. Also, I'm like 40, so. I'm going to have a mysterious boating accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, I worry about Ian. That's true. Well, he wouldn't mind. No, I think Ian He'd would be probably, like, hell yeah, brother. Ian, Ian would do well. I worry about Isabel on account of what Biden said this week. What did he, does he say he's going to draft the women? Yes, he did. Oh, and man. it was like, as soon as that happened, just better. all I started seeing was TikToks going like, I don't, I don't know. Like men can't do the same. Women can't do the same thing as men. I don't know what equality is. I'm just going to go back to the kitchen now. <laughs> and then it's just dude stitching it going, nah, it's too late for that. Yep. Y'all, y'all <laughs> like voting. Y'all like your vote? Guess what? You got to fight for that shit now. We ain't misogynists no more. You got to go to war. (laughs) Little thing called equality. Well, someone Uh, has to stay back and run the factories, right? Yeah, and that's the the little woke because apparently we almost that's the skilled labor. Unskilled labor is going to go there, and you know, there's the conspiracy theorist in me that's like, oh yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. They're trying to drive up unemployment so they can lower wages. Yeah, here's the thing. This time, the woke men. The little the little skinny boys are going to be out at fighting in the war. No, it's and not they're going to leave the, the the manly men at home to run the factories because they're like maybe it'll be better that way. So I saw there was someone stitched like a it was like a military statistic where it was like uh, Americans are getting to be too fat and high <laughs> to join the military. <laughs> and someone came in and they're like, so hear me out. If we just keep getting fatter and higher. Eventually, they're going to have to divert military funds for healthcare and education. Oh, no. I was just thinking I needed like a bong rip but, sound on my board, and that would have been fucking I mean, for that. that one I might actually be able to do for you. We might be able to add that to the board. There are things I'm not adding to the board. That one seems reasonable. That one's reasonable. We do think, talk about a lot of things that require a bong hit sound. That is very Pretty true. much everything I say in this podcast. Yeah. We all know. But, uh, no, it's been... It has been just a, a hell of a two weeks. Yeah. Scott, you ready to go to war? <laughs> Who uh, do you think? Okay. If you're going to get drafted, are you going to go fight in the desert or in Russia, do you think? Oh, God. They're probably going to send you to Russia. I mean, that would make more sense. I do handle the cold better. Yeah, you look yeah, more like a Viking. Trip to you, more, so you want to hear something a little messed up about that? What? Like for decades, we had prepared for cold weather, like combat. Mm-hmm. Like we spent 
years preparing troops for it never came about. Hmm. So all those facilities have been shut down for like oh, 25 no. years that are probably getting ready to be reopened. Oh, well, yeah. So I they bet. can restart cold weather training. Well, it's weird because now there's going to be a fight in the desert and in the... In the oh, yeah, no. But tundra. we we have plenty of desert fighting experience over the last 25 that's years. True. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the problem. But, but the cold weather, yeah. The... Uh, Man, I met a couple of guys that that spent some time over in the sandbox, and they come back and they just do not sweat anymore. Oh yeah, because it'll be like 110 out, and they're just like standing there wearing like jeans and a woolly. <laughs> and they're like, "Why the fuck aren't you just sweating buckets?" Like, "No, nah, I'm acclimated, man." Oh yeah, I bet. And they, they can't are. handle the cold now, which was Russia's plan oh, all along. No. Get us bogged into Afghanistan. <laughs> hey, conspiracy. Time. Twenty years, twenty years in the sandbox, and now we can't fight in the cold anymore. Like that was <laughs> that's the fucking long con that Russian pulled on us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing I have for conspiracies. But. That's about that. Yeah, we'll have to, I don't know, maybe some rustling tinfoil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, uh, we're, having a, we're having a good time. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, been, I've purposely not been reading the news oh. or listening to content involving the Israel thing because I just don't want the stress and the worry and the anxiety that the news likes to make us feel. Um, so we keep coming back for more. And mm-hmm. it's been nice. But I've been itching to see what Alex Jones has been ranting about with this whole thing. Because I'm sure it's still doing juicy. shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can't shut it. I don't care how many billions he owes. He's never shutting InfoWars down, dude. Well, I mean, that's his source of income. If he yeah. wants to, if he gets a USB mic and a laptop, he'll still be on the internet ranting. Like, oh, that's man. all he's so, left with. <laughs> what I love, I, I kind of love how kind of unhinged Fox is becoming. Oh, yeah. Scott was just talking about that um, last night. Was uh, it... Did you talk about Trans Tifa? Well, he was just talking no. about the fact checking. Yeah, like apparently Fox, I don't know if it was accidentally fact checked Republicans when it came to. Mm. So basically, Republicans were blaming Biden, like, oh, you released or you gave six billion tax dollars, you know, to Iran, who then gave it to Hamas and who bombed Israel. And basically, like Fox mentioned, it's like, um, no, that was not tax dollars. That was their own money. That money is still sitting in a bank account and being monitored, and it can only be approved by third parties to go to uh, specific things, humanitarian stuff. Yeah. yeah, like so, none of that is true. Yeah, right. That's new for Fox. Um, no, they well, they're oh. also inventing new things to be mad about, like trans Tifa, which is. <laughs> Antifa, but with full of trans people. Oh no, Jesus! And they're agen- like it literally straight face. Like they're they're coming to make your kids gay and liberal. Like, yeah, I uh, and yeah, that's kind of it's kind of it's right up there with like yeah no yo aliens are real and like nah bro just trans Tifa scarier uh, milk's expensive let's go um it, <laughs> I don't, I don't, nobody wants to talk about that. What? Nobody wants to talk about the milk prices. No, but so, everything's everything's. But expensive. be afraid of the trans people. But that was like a big part. There's of, a doggo. Uh, there's a doggo. Oh, yeah, and I a person. Hi, person. Hello. I I totally forgot to tell you guys that this was happening. That was my Hold opinion. on, guys. Neat. <laughs> Neat. I love stuff that's live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, this is authentic. Yeah. I mean, we have a fourth <laughs> microphone. You want to get on here? 
That's fair. Oh, yeah. She said she needs coffee. I mean, we all have to agree. Yeah. I mean, that's Brady's motto these days. As long as the coffee and bacon are full, everything will be okay. That is my entire philosophy on life right now. I, I really and it really that. is true. I ran out of coffee yesterday <laughs> at work. I was, it was like, I was too busy to like get all the pots full. Fair. Oh my God. It was a disaster for like five minutes. I can believe it. <laughs> my boss was doing like a safety training thing. Oh, no. She's like, well, now once a month we have to like do these little safety trainings. And I'm like, well, you should do one for like the, the rare occasion when the coffee pots are empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because everybody needs to know like that's code red. That's fucking DEFCON 1. Yeah. Move, move in. Take care of it. Yeah. That's terror get, level get orange. Get done. <laughs> um, I would also like to state that this episode will be coming out tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Monday, as we record it, it will be Monday the October 16th. The, yep, 16th. Uh, is National Bosses Day. Oh, God. So. What? Well, good thing I yeah, work. Yeah, it's National Bosses Day tomorrow. Oh. So that's, make sure horrible. you. It does sound they, they, well, they, they Hallmark do makes a greeting card for it, so it's a real <laughs> holiday, apparently. So. What uh, the fuck? Kind of, you know, tying back to a previous subject. I'm oh, not absolutely. worried about the draft. Ah. Oh, yeah, sure. I just I just got accepted to a job at Kaiser Aluminum where I'm. You know, oh, they'll keep you here. Metal. I mean, <laughs> they're not gonna. Yeah. They may keep you here, but we'll see. <laughs> they may. So in uh, I guess it just depends. I guess in uh, you know, <laughs> in a solid hero with Boss Day, I'm going to be giving in my two weeks' notice tomorrow. Oh my God, that is perfect. <laughs> oh, hang on, oh hang on. get a get a card. Yeah. Put your resignation in it. It's like happy national bosses day. I quit. I quit. <laughs> just fold up your two weeks notice. Real. Oh nicely. yeah. Just Tape it on the inside instead of, of a, card. instead of a Starbucks gift yeah. card, just put your resignation in there. That is, is probably the number one day yeah. to quit your job is just to tell your boss, like you're going to be shorthanded in two weeks because <laughs> you can't hire Dick for shit right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but congratulations yeah. on the job at the aluminum pump. Yeah, factory. congrats, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because that is like a $10 an hour increase. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Money, I don't have a cha-ching sound effect right. yet. So. So, I think uh, we have one on one. here. We have one on the computer somewhere that we need to Yeah, we have board. tons. I just, I need to spend a, yeah. Housekeeping. I need to yeah, spend a there's, we, again, we're still crunched on a budget right now. Yeah, a time budget, but. On account of Scott not waking up on time today. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. Jesus. You only <laughs> sat outside for 10 minutes. I, I looked up my ring. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brady got here before that. Yeah, he, he was here for I about 20. That, that was my bad. I still have that old anxiety about like waking people up in the morning. So Not I was, after I was eight. I was reluctant to push the doorbell. I hate waking people up. Dude, if I'm awake, you can be awake. Let's go. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we drove, we drove to be here. He's like, I woke up at 6 a.m. Or he's like, I was up at 6 a.m. I'm like, that's when you went to bed, bed. fool. Yeah, I, I got... I mean, I woke up when my alarm went off at 7. Oh. I just, you know, was you stupid and went back to bed. Um, see, I that's mean, what, I, I get that. That's the worst, too. You shouldn't put your doorbell on, like, do not disturb mode. <laughs> oh, I, haven't, I haven't had a reason to use it for I just, such a long time. I just now. love how a doorbell has a do not disturb mode. It's the future. It's, the it's a doorbell. It's the future. I love it. My my ringtone's kind of the same way. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of ho- weird holidays, oh, I, yeah. was, I brought this up to Scott last night too. It's weird how like like Labor Day. Think about like stupid holidays like that, right? No, Labor Day actually serves a genuine purpose. 
mattress sales. I know we got. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> are you f- the money laundering super day? Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's just funny because like it's not like super celebrated. Barely anybody knows what it's even about, right? We just go, oh, we have the day off work, and there's mattress sales. That is car, because car you are yoked, liquidation comrade, sales. right? But real <laughs> holidays like that have like actual altruistic background. This one like does Valentine's Day, dude. No, we don't get that Labor, off. Labor Day has like a lot of that altruistic like. Like, we've been backsliding because we've forgotten Labor Day. That's what I mean. We've forgotten Labor Day, but, like, Valentine's Day, you got to go to work. But we're... St. Patrick's Day, got to go to work. No, you don't. You don't have, you don't have to go to yeah. work on any of those Did days. I ever... I, might, I don't know if I told this on the podcast or not, but I had this friend who was half black. Yeah. And on Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. he legitimately, the day before that, came went up to the boss, and he's like, I'm half black. Can I have half the day off of work? And he, like, guilt-tripped the boss into giving him half the day off work so he could go watch football. I mean... <laughs> it was fucking great, dude. I've never... The fuck? <laughs> but the, our boss at the mill was really cool, though. <laughs> he just laughed so hard about it. Uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I've never I, heard of that. I like where I'm working right now. They're really, they're really good people. Too. I'm trying to get everybody I know to work there. Yeah. Like I said, I almost had to. I I, I kind of wanted to rant about fucking health insurance. Oh, absolutely! Oh like, because um, half our family lost the Medicaid, right? Because they did reevaluations and like the the expansion that they put in place from COVID, yeah, ended. And so, like, I don't know who the fuck is in charge of Medicaid here in our state. They dropped the ball hard because they oh, knew yeah. it was coming and they did not prepare and they fucked over all of the employees yeah. for Medicaid. They fucked over the whole system. And like there's like <clears throat> thousands of people right now, old people who late qualify, but they're so backlogged that they can't get back on and they have to pay for their like $18,000 bottle of pills out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. And they don't yeah. have that because they're on fucking Social Security. Yeah. And so like it's it's a really bad situation. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking awful out there. But so we're shopping around for like private health plans because my wife's at work is just, it's, it's horrible. It's a public sector job. Fucked up, dude. Um, and I just, it made me realize like, it's so broken. Like I already knew, but going through it is like, what? This is such a scam. Oh, because I make now, I think it's like three or 400 extra dollars. Not a lot. Yeah. You know, relatively. Now I'm going to be paying over a thousand of extra dollars a year, yeah, or uh, a month for health insurance. Yeah, it's like somebody make that makes sense. When when it was just me and Jeff on, like, like through Blue Cross, it was like I want to say like five thirty five for the two of us. Yeah, it's stupid, and that was like at the bottom. And then at the end of the day, you still have to meet your deductible for half of anything. Yeah, to be and the done. deductible is like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you're like. I might as well just throw that in a fucking bank account that has interest or some stonks. Yeah, yeah. Like, you what know, the as, fuck? Uh, as one of the people I listen to says, you know, it's a scam on top of a scam within yeah. a scam. It really yeah. is, because that's not, that's just health insurance. It's a grift inside of a scam then you on have, top of a con job kind of thing. You know who's making all the most money out of this? Is the lawyers who negotiate between the health insurance companies and the medical companies. Mm-hmm. They're making all of the money. Because health insurance companies have to like pinch pennies for it to, because of Obamacare for it to actually work as a system and like the health insurance make a profit. Well, they have to health like insurance negotiate is the, problem. the price. 
uh, I think you may have your facts wrong because the insurance company has wanted Obamacare. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> because it forced everybody to have it. Yeah, but that gave them leverage to negotiate with the medical industry going, now we can only pay 13 cents on the dollar. Yeah. Because goddamn Obama. But it's yeah. not true. Like they, Like you said, they did want it. The, but again, it gave them so much leverage to go. Um, we can't pay because we're, we're strained now because we gotta pay for everybody's like medical stuff. Yeah, they, now. yeah, they're lying about shit. Yeah, so the yeah, lawyers—that's why are they wanted out. it. The lawyers are coming out hard. No, that's that's why they wanted it though, is so they wouldn't have to pay. And it, it's a fucking scam. Yeah. It's to get you to pay into something you get nothing out of. Pretty much, yeah. And it's stupid. Uh, and I, you know, in a way, I feel bad for. I'm trying to figure this out because the more I think about it, I think about it on the doctor's end. They gotta get paid somehow. They do, but the- most Americans don't have the money just to pay that those prices right out of their pocket. So I get Fair. it. And then they're getting screwed by the health insurance lawyers. Yeah, and the the, the facility most doctors work for because not all of them have private practices. They're come. They're just getting screwed too. Yeah, but yeah. it's also like, did, why did why do we have to make doctors make so much more money than everybody else too? Like I, they deserve, you know. Well, it's not a the good doctors salary. making money. It's you know the the, the hospitals or it's the, the, the HMOs or yeah. it's the companies going. Oh yeah, we're going to just give a couple billion and you know stock buybacks. You know, <laughs> it makes our stockholders look good. Yeah, hell yeah. Do you? I recently learned why that oh. is the way it is. Why? Um, so way back in like 1918, mm-hmm. uh, Henry Ford was like, I got like 60 million in profits this year. Like I made fucking bank. I want to make my cars cheaper and I want to give my employees a better like quality of life. And his shareholders said, the fuck you do. You got to pay us. Yeah. And they sued him. Of course they did. And the courts found that the company owes the stockholders any portion of the profits. That's so fucked. Yeah. I've always, I've been and that on is a 100 year old precedent that is fucking us today. I, I have been on one about that lately because that whole fiduciary duty bullshit, I've said this before, is ruining everything. Because the fact that companies now are required to give us a certain percent of stock price growth so the stockholders can be, you know, fill their pockets. It's like, well, that causes a lot of anti-consumerism, like choices for the companies to do or practices, you know, so that they can keep their quarterly numbers up and shit like that. Like it, it goes deeper than all of that, but I, it's, it's morning, guys. I'm having trouble. Mm. But um, it's a problem because so sometimes just, companies need to lose money every once in a while in order to like, you know, retain it customer base and make investments to improve the company so that, you know, in a few more quarters, if they just wait patiently, the company can grow or expand or whatever. I, I do want to issue a correction. You know, again, you sure. don't have coffee. Yeah. It's, it's anti-consumer. Yeah. Anti-consumerism is a good thing. <laughs> Simply because, because it's right. Like, okay. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Anti-consumer. You're right. Yeah, it's, consumerism I, is consumerism like, is also everything right. because yeah. you're a consumer and it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's have yeah. some, uh, I'm looking <laughs> at you, Temu here. or is it Timu or Temu? I don't know, newwish.com? Yeah, newwish.com. Wish.com from wish.com. <laughs> it used to be AliExpress. Oh, my Alibaba. Oh. You could buy some pretty cool stuff on there. Now. I mean, yeah, but it's just... You can it, buy an just, entire They just K-truck. keep putting on new trench coats, and it's... Yeah. You could buy an entire electric K-truck for like 
$3,000. All right. So, and it gets shipped in a crate to your house in America. So, here's where we're at. It goes like four this, miles an hour. All right. So, here's some shit this week that kind of makes everything kind of, well, the last two weeks, anyways, that makes it weird. All right. So, Kevin McCarthy's out, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which was in the most hilarious, like, bring it on tweet, just gone. Because uh, they're fucking babies and they had to throw their tantrum. tantrum. Um, they nominated one dude uh, who was like, sure. And then was like, nah, brah. And then do- dropped out. And now it's Jim Jordan. Oh, God. Who is the current nominee. And well, he's not going to fucking go anywhere. But the weirdest thing about this whole thing is still Matt Gates. What's he up to now? So Matt Gates put shit in when he fired McCarthy that basically made it so that he wants term limits in Congress and oh. for the Supreme Court oh. and for the Supreme Court to have its own judiciary review board for its ethics division, like ethics decisions. So he's trying to do some weird underhanded, but also overhanded shit. Weird. Like because it's Matt Gates, I don't trust him. Right. Yeah. But like, then again, assholes. is he actually trying to do something or is he just being like, nah, and he wants to put in like a mandatory retirement age on top of term limits, yeah. which would basically shut down. <clears throat> I can 60% see 60% of Congress. I can see America kind of going for that. I don't know about the term limits in general though, because so I, he that, could just be saying that a to lot get of votes. It, a lot of it is just shutting. It's, it's, one of the few popular ideas that I think he's latched onto because he's like, I'm not going to have to retire for the next X years. Yeah. And also when over half of Congress is making decisions that are not going to affect them. That's true. It's, it kind of, you need to have skin it, in the game. It is, is, it is weird. Like half of Congress over half of Congress is like, going to be dead very soon. Yeah, I'm sorry like, to say it. I know it's kind of morbid, but, um, yeah, it is weird they're making decisions that they won't have to deal with in like five years because they'll be in the fucking grave. Yeah. Isn't so it? definitely, yeah, definitely term limits is something I definitely have heard a lot about. I'm kind of, uh, I would say, I'd say I have mixed feelings on it because on the one hand, it like it is anti-democratic because if people really actually like someone, then I feel like they should be able still be able to vote for that person. Basically. But uh, makes but, sense, yeah. but in the, on the other hand, it's also like you do have the power of incumbency, and th- th- then you're getting people that people don't actually like that just keep winning because they are the incumbent. Yeah, yeah. which I, is basically like my. I basically I came up with a compromise where it's like the first two it's just handled normally, but then like after that two it's kind of you know it's a special ballot. At that point, if the person, mm. you know, keeps running, then it's a special ballot where it's just like, all right, here's the two actual nominees for the per- for the parties, but the person that's the incumbent does not take part in that process. He's oh. just, their name is listed at the top. Do you support this person still being in office? And if it's like a 55 or 60% vote, yes, then that person stays in office. Interesting. All right. So currently... There are 50 senators and 141 representatives that are over the age of 65. Oh my god! Yep, bro. So that's half of that's that's half of the Senate. Mm-hmm. I, I have mixed feelings, like Scott, too, because it's like so. I I think 
there, there are several things that you could do to definitely like fix some problems, which would be one, do not display party allegiance on a ballot. Yeah. Get rid of that. And you're going to, and just, but have like a short synopsis of what their values are. True. Like, because the ballot doesn't really inform people. You need to be informed prior to the ballot. Yeah. In today's age, it's really important. We need like a unbiased source of information about the candidates and their policies. I mean, because it's possible AI can do that. We all know, everybody knows, like, it's so hard to trust anything on any of the news, especially the little ones. And then, like, all of the, um, all of, like, the news guard and all the, like, fact-checking agencies, we all know those are kind of fucked now, too. So it's, like, we, it's really hard to get, like, genuine information that's compiled in a place where you can trust. Yeah. And I don't know what we can do about that. Nothing. But really quick, I, um, before we go too far off of topic, this because I have something to say. Um, I like what Joe Rogan was saying a few days ago, or, like, I don't remember when the fuck this was. It was recently. Where he's like, term limits would work the best if the incumbents or like the senior citizen people could still like consult a little bit at least. Sure. If there was like a platform for them to still be consulting the younger senators and the younger Congress people because like they still have the wisdom we should be able to pull from, right? As right. far as like how, how it works, the mechanics of politics and all that. Um, but maybe their policies are just a little out of date, you know? And so I don't know. It'd be, I think they they should be able to still consult too. I, I, I could see that. that. Like, cause they, they, I mean, the, the wisdom the benefits, is there. You benefits still, of wisdom. You should always pull from the wisdom of the older generations for certain contexts, you know? So I also think that if you're under the age of 18, but you're paying taxes, you shouldn't be paying taxes. I, I've always agreed with that. What the fuck? Uh, especially, if you can't vote and you can't like join the military yet, why the fuck are you paying taxes? What, yeah. You don't have any. Yeah, you don't have a vote. You don't, you don't even have, have a say. Yeah, if you don't and have function, you're, in you're paying into a system that you have no legal recourse to deal with. Who the fuck decided it was okay for minors to pay taxes? I don't know. It's probably the same people that says it's okay for them to work forty hours a week and oh yeah, <laughs> plans. So basically, the, the, that's the South. That, that is their that is their solution to people having expectations. Yeah. In to have a reasonable expectation in a workplace is to make it so that no, you we're going to bring back child labor. I appreciate you and I are on the same page as that because I because all I hear all of the goddamn time, oh, people just don't want to work anymore, and it's like that's not no, true. not no, entirely. No, 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 true. No, 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 there no. is a lot who don't. No, it, you are you, you are creating an exploitive work environment that yeah. people do not want to use anymore. You have a methodology in place that violates basic human decency. Yeah. You need to be a better person and hire people and pay them a living fucking wage, well, regardless of what they're doing. Capitalism doesn't really That's have why human I'm going to my new in. job. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which the thing is like, I hear all the time. It's like, well, f- we'll just go find a new job. But the thing is, it's like, it's not actually that, it's not that easy. My experience, yeah, it's not easy to just find a better paying job because most of them are paying about the same. And some of them may have benefits, others might not. So it's just kind of like, well, yeah, I'm you know so, caught caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So recently, um, my my employer did a survey. Like they have an annual survey where they just ask employees, like, "Hey, what do you think about the company?" And they had to give us like a primer on like how shit is measured in it. 
because it's one European. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, and I think it's called pecan, like the pie. No, it's like peak on. Oh, like a pun. They're peering in on you. Something <laughs> like that. But it's it's an but one. It's supposed to be completely anonymous, which I don't know about that. But they they're like everything is on a scale of one to ten, and they're like so here's the deal. Basically, zero through six is zero. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And they're like, if you, that means it is a negative score. They basically calculate the negative score from six to zero. If you oh, have okay. mid to no expectation about something, that's a seven or an eight. And if you think it is good, it is a nine or a 10. I, I, I'm a little uh, lost. That is what the, is this exactly? It's, it's an employee survey. And so they would come survey. in and they would okay. ask you questions like, do you feel challenged in your workplace? Right. So they actually want like a feedback and they want the feedback. Oh. And, uh, the That's thing is, is that I've never even heard of that in my life. It's through a, well, one, it's a European company. So, um, it's through like an internet service where you basically log in, yeah. but you don't log in with like a name. Your email is registered to it, but then you're basically turned into a blockchain serial number. So they can't find you. I see. And you can, you can use an and, anonymous email anyway. Yeah, well, no, you have to use your company email to log into the system. See, that's sketchy. But the thing is, is that your employer and like your manager and your supervisor can see the responses, but they are randomized for each so question. They so they don't technically can't say, figure out who it is. Well, by the way, you if you respond to it and you use a specific like verbiage, they can figure yeah, out that they it's could you. Do, they could do forensics. <laughs> um, so they came back, like they all had to be turned in by the beginning of the month. And then like last week we had a meeting mm-hmm. where my supervisor came in like, Hey, these were the big three things that we got negative comments on. And it was about like managerial communication with everybody else. Dude. And my supervisor who super great. I like her. She's funny. Um, one, like she hasn't been doing the job very long. So she's, and she's like 40. Hmm. So she's my age. Really quick, I like that kind of manager, the kind of newer manager. Into First of all, they're not jaded. Second of all, it's kind of like college football. There's something to prove, so it's a little yeah, bit yeah. more. There's more energy and, there. There's more passion. Um, she was also an internal hire, so she had done production work before. Okay, and that's even better. And I, I like that a lot. Yeah, like, that's even better. They, she understands, like, the necessity of the job. Yeah. And the entire time I've been working, like, I've been there, like, three months now. I have never had an issue communicating with her. I've never had a problem like walking up on her door and being like, Hey, what's up? You know, how's your day? Like just basic conversation, you know, like how's your day going? Mm. And we will talk about just like, we will shoot the shit. And I think that that's a, like, I do not have that problem. And I think the people who are older than me also do not have that problem. I think that younger people who have shit tons of anxiety. Oh yeah. Don't know how to talk to people in authority. I don't have that problem anymore. I had that problem when I was in my twenties. Like I had prob- I would have problems. Yeah, me too. But that's not normal. Actually, that's a normal young. But thing. I think that's just a like I don't know how to work yet. Kind of. Yeah, thing. that's a normal young person thing. I remember starting out in the job force. It was intimidating talking to managers and stuff, especially like we'd have like even just at Taco Bell every once in a while, like the vice president of the company would come in for oh, a yeah. meeting just to meet everybody and do a sort. They would kind of ask how we feel about the job and stuff. It wasn't as that, streamlined as what you're talking that about. That was probably the, the weirdest thing that I experienced recently where I met three of the executive vice presidents. Yeah. They're all super nice. Right. They, they want to genuinely have a conversation with, they're all Danish and they all genuinely want Ooh. to have a conversation with me about like, 
how's the work environment? Are you enjoying your work here? Yeah. Is there any problems that we can fix? Like they want to start because we are source materials. We mm. are the beginning of a supply chain. That's true. If where we're at is fucked, the entire process is fucked. Oh yeah, the chink in the chain thing. Yeah, and I said like, no, everything's great. Like we're moving forward. We got this new thing coming online. We're going to double capacity, blah, blah, blah. Like just we're doing great. Hell yeah. Because I believe I've been there 90 days, but I've been, I have buried myself in basically company lore because I'm trying to dig my way out of production. I was just thinking bit. like if, if they really cared and like you could totally hack that whole system, you know, we could really use a better espresso machine in the break room. You know? Oh yeah. No, but <laughs> no, actually like uh, it is obviously just like actually the facetious way to do it. But. The coffee machine we have in our break room is really nice. Probably people did that in the past. Yeah, it's a, like, you know, we could really use a better coffee. Machine. Yeah. It's, it's got like a touch screen and everything. Yeah. You can order anything from like um, an espresso to like a mocha. I, I can't wait to see. I love so that thing. I can't wait to hear when Scott actually gets in and starts working yeah. at Kaiser because yeah. then we're going to be compared to like an actual you know, union American job. union job, probably very different in operation than like your Dutch. Uh, like, my, my, my schedule is going to be totally fucked now. No, but. that's that's normal for any kind of a, yeah. a labor type of job, though, even with a union. No, I, no, I think... Like this, I think the schedule is specifically kind of to Kaiser because I haven't heard of it like any other place where it's like, oh yeah, you're going to work three days and then you get three days off I've and then you get three graveyards and three days off and that's the repeating yeah. cycle. I've heard of this a like, lot, but I've met a lot of people who work manufacturing. Yeah. So okay. uh, it's a normal, it's, I don't know why in manufacturing industry they just, they don't understand a regular schedule. And I get like, so, you do need people around the clock on the clock. And it's tough to like single I, people out. You're, you're going to be the shit shift. I will tell you what. I am really looking forward. I'm really going to try. I'm going to be really looking forward to holidays now. Because if I get scheduled on a holiday, mm-hmm. that shift is two and a half times pay. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's like Incentive. through the nose. It's nice um, when companies actually like recognize that, hey, if like. Our employees are happy and their needs are met. Yeah. They'll actually come to work and they won't call off all the time because of all this other bullshit and they're going to be happy and that makes production better and that means more money. Yeah. I think that uh, like one of the things like where I work at, they, they're getting ready to start, I think, a night shift. Hmm. There's still been no confirmation of that, but they, they talked about it with us where they're like, hey, we're going to start one if we have enough stuff for you people to do. Like we don't want to like fire up a night shift and have it go like two weeks and then be out of product. Yeah, and then they, I think they made a decision, and it's probably going to start in November. Um, so we're basically going to be running a hot seat kind of thing. Oh, okay. Which is going to be rough because there, in in my particular section, there is a small amount of overlap that this is going to happen because it sounds like they come in at four, and most days we're not done at four. Mm. Like we haven't shut everything down. We're not done. Like stuff isn't done. And like the clean isn't done. So they can't start until we do a line opening again. Okay. And then they can start doing shit. So. You said the bitches. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, and it's going to be like, like morning nights, morning nights, morning nights, morning nights, morning nights, wet, clean weekend. Ah. Because the company won't let us run on the weekends. Oh, <laughs> because it's, it is in our documentation that our campaign processing week is Monday through Friday. I love how it didn't even take a union 
for these kind of things. It just takes being European. <laughs> Danish company. <laughs> America's dropping the ball in the oh employment sector. Let's Yeah, but here's the thing. We're about to win World War Three because we're the Are only we? one. We're the RTS player that has just been ramping military but not starting shit this entire time. That's true. You know, when it does come to, like, military operations, we still are the best. I say that it's, instead of war because I mean, we, of legal I mean, reasons. <laughs> we may have a lot of, you know, civilian collateral, but yeah, we kill everything. We do. We're very good at it. We have gotten we've very been perfecting it for We've a gotten long very, time. very good at throwing so rocks. Everybody can go ahead and I'm sorry, I'm talking to chat now, the the, the general internet. Um you can all bitch all you want about oh we should have put more money in education and social programs. Yeah, I agree. But now facing World War Three, I'm sort of glad we spent basically all of our fucking money on the military because it's hard to lose. We have we still have all like all of the best naval combat readiness. We still have all of the best air force combat readiness. I don't know about um, our ground troops, but we don't need them anymore because so we have unmanned aircraft that I, can drop a nuke up anyone's ass. Give me just a second here. I'm going to take a. Swim and we have of the water. juice space laser. So I will point out. Anyone that says, you know, it's like, oh, we can't afford, you know, universal health care because, you know, we provide military for everyone else is probably uninformed because that is a bullshit line because it would cost less to have universal health care than our current system costs. I mean, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> um, so it, we can have both, you know, I'm just saying here's here's a couple of things I want to point out. One, when I was in the Air Force, yes, I am a vet. Suck it. Uh, if you hate me, you hate America. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry that that's that's how I feel in America. Some days uh, that's I don't the, I don't play that card very often. That's the whole philosophy behind. Like, let's name this this the Patriot Act. Cause yeah, you can't, it's, if you, know, yeah, you can't you, hate you're this, un-American. you're not a patriot. How uh, dare you be ostracized? Anyway, so that is so funny. Uh, in 2004, which was like the height of the Iraq conflict, which I am that old. Um, you're making me feel old. my, uh, my training is, Oh, I'm going to, I'm, I've got a couple of things in the chamber that I'm just going to really, is this world war three or desert storm three at this point? Uh, this one was, uh, I think Desert Storm to Revenge of Bush. Yeah. Uh, G-Dub. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, or, you know, Desert Storm to Sins of the Father. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sins of the Father. That's a good just, one. Just, oh, man, there's just so anyway, many. Anyway, sorry. So many, good, so many good lines. So you're, you were talking, you're Anyways, so I was talking, my training instructor, uh, we would, like, the rah-rah aspect of basic training is very specific. But one of the things he says, like, who has the best Air Force in the world? And just automatically, I was like, U.S. And he's like, wrong. It's Israel. Actually, that is true. He's like, Israel has the best Because we gave them all of the training. Because and, and they have aircraft. our training aircraft, and they fucking use it. Yeah. And Israel has this system um, in society that's built upon, like, mm-hmm. it's like an extreme meritocracy. Oh, yeah. Like, so, their, their um, pilots are fucking insane, They literally, go, like, there's representatives that go to all of the schools every year and they rate they have this weird rating system on like academics and um physical ability and all this other stuff that they have and it's specifically designed to pull all of the best people to the top of the military and put them all in their places like accordingly so like put you know aces in their places so is a good nickname for it yeah so Um, if you had any other name there but israel that sounds a lot like communism to me. Right. 
right, so, right, right. And the thing is, is that <laughs> well, everybody's required numbers, to be in the military. In honestly, too, in the numbers so. game, I give it to China still. Uh, because yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that's that's the numbers game. But the thing is, is that <laughs> I'm glad they don't play that one. <laughs> we we might have slightly superior technology. And piloting skills. But, the problem is we rely on China for those chips, though. Yeah, the problem... Well, Taiwan, specifically. Yeah, the uh, the supply chain is about to get severely borked because, That's one, okay. China was an ally in World War Two. I don't want to be on the other be. end of that. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think China doesn't want us as an enemy. They've spent so much time getting us as, like, a consumer. Right. How could they throw that all away? We're, we're basically holding up their entire economy. Yeah. Like, their mining, all of their mining is in our ally countries. They can't throw that away. It would yeah, just, that's why I think, I'm just saying, I've been I think thinking that's about why they're trying lately. to get I'm not as scared Russia of China. to chill. Yeah, I'm not as scared of China anymore because I thought about it. I'm like, most of their mining is in, like, all of our ally countries. And if they throw that away, what are they going to do? They, and they can't even make chips for themselves. Yeah, I'm... Like, I'm Lithium, most of their lithium comes from Mexico. Honestly, it's the... We can kick them out of Mexico, easy. I'm, I'm actually curious if like there's going to be a weird Russian balkanization at this point. Maybe. Because where Russia is going to break up into separate states, and it just can't hold itself together. Cause that should have happened a long time ago, honestly. It's, it's just, well, it, it happened with the fall of the, the USSR, yeah. you know, back in the late 80s. Right. Um, that no. might have been the plan when we, you know, gave them democracy or whatever they wanted to call it, because um, they could have, since they wanted to follow the American model of democracy at least at the time. Yeah, um, they should have broken up into into smaller chunks yeah. for that to function properly. Yeah, but I mean that's where we're at today, where it's just reclaiming old glories. And honestly, I don't know if <sighs> I don't know if nostalgia. we would. I don't know if we'd come out on top of a war. To be perfectly honest, I think come out at all at this point. Yeah, I because that's now why I really think everyone's itching to launch nukes, and that's kind of it. Where so many countries have beef with each other, and now we we've all just got nukes, and there's nothing that I can personally do about that's it. That's what I'm. I've always thought about this. Like, are, is anyone really going to launch nukes? Like, it, it's fun to everybody thinks so, it's fun to talk about all these leaders. Like, hey, we got nukes. We're going to launch them. Blah blah blah. Especially Putin. Yeah, but is, is anyone really going to do it? Well, that's to quote, the scary thing. To quote Robin Williams doing a poor Russian accent, is like, Russia has the bomb. We have many bombs. <laughs> we don't know where all of them are. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's, honestly, I think that's also us. Yeah. I think we have many bombs, and we don't know where all of them are. Oh, I'm sure, with especially with compartmentalization of all of our, uh, not only military, but government. I know that. I'm sure, like, the commander-in-chief... I have no idea how many nukes we have, where they're all at. And I don't even think like all the top generals know oh, I think 100% new, I think everything. actually the new Air Force guy, because um, some shit finally moved. Yeah. Um, Dude, they not even some of the, the top, some of the top brass doesn't even know about our UFOs that we reverse engineered. Well. Apparently. Allegedly. Yeah. According but, to that Grush guy. Here's the yeah, thing. I don't, it doesn't, I, doesn't, I wouldn't trust him. It, that no, doesn't, yeah, I just joke. None of that matters. <laughs> That again, that doesn't affect the price of milk or eggs. No, um, not yet. Well, when it does, I mean, that's when an we can aspect. when we can bend space and time with our UFOs and go get milk and eggs from like beta reticuli, yeah, then it might actually affect the price of milk and eggs. Good. Oh, you're being paged. 
But, My dog. Uh, I digress. The dog returns. It's a puppers. The, the real question is like when we find aliens, who's going to be the first to fuck them? Is it be will it be a Florida man? I think it'll be a Florida man. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Okay, so first of I, all, I, I did that. On, we uh, we on have purpose. we have Florida man. Like that's the U.S.'s like, <laughs> like that's that's the one we put in to the the alien orgy pool. Oh yeah. yeah okay, yeah. but you really need to understand how crazy Europe is and the Balkans. <laughs> and okay, you're got you got a point. You're good. Like, there's some truth. There. Like. Also, you have to really consider like people that have lived under like third world dictatorships, yeah, and the amount of stuff that they that they have dealt with in their life, and then you just their have to threshold's worry about, a bit higher. Then you have to worry about just the genuinely crazy people living in Japan. Oh, dude, J- yeah, Japan. I I still worry about them. Oh, yeah, empi- like becoming another empire that wants to take over again. You want a fun fact? Is it actually fun? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Depending on your point of view and how much you love Christianity. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. So. I might really enjoy this. This might be a roller coaster. Christianity is the reason why we have hentai. Okay, please elaborate on that. So, got my attention. the The first work of hentai fiction is actually a Christian piece of artwork, I believe, called the fisherman's wife <laughs> and it is the first documented case of tentacle porn oh no, no. and it was brought to japan <laughs> by a mission no oh god are you serious i'm pretty sure that i mean i could be completely you know bastardizing what? Honestly, a story. don't uh, even bother fact checking it because i'm now going to live in a reality where that's the truth and i whether you fact check it or not because because <laughs> that's more fun Let's be real. Uh, Dream of the Fisherman's Wife, I believe, is the actual art piece. Yeah. It, it um, seems like it's the truth. Oh, wow, yeah. That, and it's it's almost Lovecraftian, if I remember. I bet it is. Um, A little bit before his time, but it's there. Yeah. Um, Let's see. To Wikipedia, <laughs> which is the most unassailable source of information. That's where all of the truth lies. In uh, so Dream Wikipedia. of the Fisherman's Wife, also known as Girl Diver and the Octopi, or Diver and Two Octopi, uh, is a woodprint oh, design. It literally is a hentai title. Um, <laughs> is a design by a Japanese artist, which is included in the Young Pines three book volume of Erotica, first published in 1814. Uh, let's see... Where is it? The history, blah, 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 description, blah, 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 interpretations. Yep. And it was... Quality fact-checking, guys. <laughs> do, 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 influence, do, do, do. We're getting there. Sorry. Uh, there's some of it that I just am not going to share. Well, yeah. Um, That's, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Like, I, just that one Google search was pretty dubious alone. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure how you comfortable... I'm okay. not sure how comfortable I am with that on my Let's, Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, the work, well, one, I'm going through Wikipedia, which is a credible source. So yeah. uh, the work influenced later. So the actual work, um, it is often cited as the forerunner of tentacle erotica. Okay. Uh, it is the motif that has a motif that has been popular in modern Japanese animation and manga since the late 20th century, which we live in a modern time. We know what we're about. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see. It, blah, blah, blah. 
that part can be censored out. Um, psychologists and critic Jerry S. Piven is skeptical that the playful image could account for violent depictions in the modern media, which, yes, it is. Uh, arguing <laughs> that instead the product of turmoil experienced throughout Japanese society of World War II. Japan is weird. They love, like, one, the ex- piece is from, like, 1814. Yeah. Um, Japan loves extreme violence depicted in their media, but they can't show a nipple or, or like... Interesting, they, though. The work I mean? influenced later artists, uh, including Pablo Picasso, who drew his own private version of it in 1903. Picasso oh, did. Yeah. Uh, which was, was displayed in the fan. 2009 Musso Picasso I- exhibit. Well, you heard it here first on I the Show podcast, folks. Yeah, Picasso loved tentacle porn. Yeah, so that's, that's what we're taking from this episode. It, it, yeah. Oh boy, in season our, four, ladies. And gentlemen. This is a lot of fun stuff in that a, I really do not want to uh, go ahead, Scott. Read yeah. out loud. In a cooler thing related to art, I'm going. Oh, absolutely. Please just get us off. Of redirect from that. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm ever, basically everyone has seen like the, the scream picture. It's, you know, kind of like a oh. person that looks like a ghost. They have their hands on their face yeah. screaming. Popularly uh, depicted in Ferris Bueller's day off. I need to watch that movie again. It's good movie. Oh yeah. Um, they go to that. They go to the museum there. Yeah. The and that one guy has yeah. like a fucking mental breakdown over the scream. So, I don't <laughs> think it was the scream. I think was it was, it? uh, uh, it was the. Uh, it was like seen from a park. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Scott. So anyway, this, uh, one of the uh, def- another defining feature about that painting is it's a very very red sunset kind of thing. Oh yeah. So fun fact: that artist is Norwegian. Oh, mm, nice! I found that out the other day. Didn't know that. And um, so basically, they they're talking about like how they got inspired to create that one day they were walking like with their friends along, along the fjord, you know, overlooking Oslo and just seeing this very, very vivid red sunset. Mm -hmm. He stopped and said he, it's like, he felt like a screen, eternal scream reverberating through nature. Okay. Which is very, very interesting because the reason why, so in that time, at its like decade or so, all of this, like all of the artwork of sunsets, they were it's like vivid and very red, sometimes blood red sunsets. Interesting, because at that time, a vol- a volcano went off, and it was probably the loudest sound in recorded history. Oh wow! Because when the volcano went off, people heard it three thousand miles away. I've heard about and that. And the shockwave. Went around the Earth three times. Yeah, that's cool. So it's the Krakatoa volcano, which is so that that's the volcano that went off. That's fucking. And cool. it threw so much stuff into the atmosphere that, well, one, it turned all of the uh, you know like the sunsets for years after that were just very vivid red. Also, the year after the volcano went off was like considered the year without summer and caused a lot of problems. <laughs> what what year w- around was this? That was eighteen. 1800s. Okay. They were, they were mildly was, educated then. Yeah. Around, uh, about kind of how the world works. So I didn't know they had barometers at the time. Oh. Like, and, you know, air pressure. Oh, yeah. Did. So one of the things that happened. So just as a, you know, a funny thing, the, uh, so the, sh- that shockwave was going around and there's actually like, you know, factories that had like air pressure gauges. Yeah. There was one of them, which just busted because of the shockwave, even though it was, God knows how many thousands of miles away. Oh, that's cool. Because the yeah, because it was such a powerful eruption. 
So ba- basically, uh, what I was pointing at, and what, I, what it just seemed really cool is like it's almost like this guy was hearing nature scream as oh, he was yeah. looking at the sunset because it's just like, oh yeah. That you know that actually hurt Earth kind of thing. <laughs> I, I can see it. Yeah, I was. It's funny that you said about the volcanoes. I was thinking in my mind, did, that, was there like a forest fire or something? But no, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, can you imagine that kind of stuff happening? But like in like the 14th century or something, when people weren't very educated, and they're probably like, "What the fuck is going on?" Less connected. That's why. That's yeah. when people would be like, "The gods are angry," or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine like in ancient Mesopotamia if that had happened, right? Right. Imagine like just the mind fuck that would be going through like a normal people. They're just out working on the farm. They don't know shit about the rest of the world, right? They're just like, and then well, we're suddenly, just doing oh, basic hey. agriculture, and then the fucking sky turns red. Yeah, the, like, what did we do to the gods? Oh, no. The sky is red, and then the next year is a year without summer. Yeah, like, can it you just, imagine? St- yeah. Oh. <laughs> it goes from you know early spring to late fall, and it's just like, what, what happened? This I'm, is not good, guys. Imagine being, imagine being like, um, like way back kind of caveman days, right? And then just every night you see the Milky Way. And just imagine what goes through your mind when you're, you know, you're around the campfire, with your with your tribe, like all they could do is probably tell stories about what the fuck could that be up there? What the fuck do you think constellations are? That's what I mean. Just ima- <laughs> but just to put yourself in a minute, just ama- imagine the fascination every night when you when it becomes dark out and it just lights up the whole fucking sky and you have no goddamn clue what that is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays it's like that. It's we're so jaded. We're like we don't even know how jaded we are to it because we're just like, oh, cool, this guy. I do feel like that jadedness is is a little bit of a choice, though, because... It is. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah. And, like, I mean, for me, so, like, I went on that Fjord cruise, and I was... That's probably one of the best days of my life, because I was just enjoying it all so much. Ironically enough, last week, uh, my my work sponsored a uh, cruise trip for all of us (laughs) on Lake Coeur d'Alene, and I'm just like... (laughs) That's nothing. Oh man, I would I would have appreciated this so much more like three weeks ago, but <laughs> now I'm just yeah. sitting here looking at it like, man, this is nothing compared to where it was yeah. two weeks ago. Idaho's fjord true. is nothing like the ones in Norway. <laughs> I mean, well, it's not really a fjord because it doesn't go. It's, into it's the a ocean, lake. But, yeah, it's it's a lake inlet. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, Cor- Lake Coeur d'Alene is beautiful. Oh, it, it's oh yeah, no, beautiful, and it's just like, like but I would, I would have to work to make myself feel as like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is this yeah. is still cool, as opposed to like, I was just in yeah. Norway. Well, imagine, imagine how the astronauts that went to the fucking moon feel when they came back. They're probably just like, oh, all right, cool, the Earth again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nice that I don't need to wear you know a suit or stay in a cramped space now, but. Fucking moon, man. (laughs) Imagine how bored the astronauts that go to Mars are going to be when they finally get there after the honeymoon phase wears off. Yeah. Like, well, now what the fuck? I can't go back. This sucks. There's nothing here. There's not even a 7-Eleven yet. It's the the honeymoon phase, and now it's it's basically the, you know, when the pilgrims came to the Americas, but like a thousand times worse because you can't go back. Yeah. There's no means to go back anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> like, what, what are we going to do, guys? Well, one, you send robots first to 3D print your shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. That kind of thing, yeah. Then you 
basically try no, to... No, 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 no. How is Cabela's going to sponsor it then if we don't send them up with some shitty tents first? How is capitalism going to prevail if we don't have sponsors that go to Mars, bro? We, we better find some hunt, no, some life on Mars we can hunt. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> no, if there's, there's no, life, we first, will hunt it. First of all, just me and the billionaires going, there's no laws on Mars. Uh, we yeah, can yeah. hunt each other. Uh, yeah, We're going to import people to Mars to hunt. Is there a most da- version Mars of the most dangerous colony. game? Is there a version of the most dangerous game, but in space? That's what I want to know. Probably. There should be. Isn't that Predator? <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It makes sense. Well, if he comes is, here. Technically, it's Alien yeah. is the most dangerous game. What is the most dangerous game? Alien. Cabela's, Alien is the most dangerous game. Cabela's should have sponsored that. <laughs> That's really true. Uh, so Anyway, uh, we're coming up on the time here, guys. Oh, are we? Yeah, fifty six. This has been this has been a whole lot of nothing today. It's okay. That's including me just bringing up hentai for no fucking reason. Well, you come. The listeners come to the show for this very thing, right? No, a bunch of random ultra crepidarian. Yeah, exactly. That's what we are. (laughs) Just making shit up. Yeah. Um. So that reminds me. I have a I have a video I need to show you guys before we start the next one. But uh, okay, and maybe I can post it to the uh, to the Discord later, so you all can see it too. That's why you join the Discord, folks. Get up yeah. on there. The link is there in the link tree. I would say it's oh, in the description, but the link tree is in the description. Dis- yes, it Discord is, just is good at all. Now. Discord is good and all, but don't use it to try any emergency contact me. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. That out today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it can ring as a phone, so apparently yeah. it kind of works. Actually, really quick, before and then we eventually close. it connected to you, and then you're in my pocket going, "You there?" Before we close out the episode, because you mentioned that, I really like um, in the in the new phones we're getting. Um, I think iPhone has started this for for once. They are starting a trend. Uh, uh, the the S- the emergency SOS feature, sure that uses GPS to send it out instead of cell phone. So, like, if you have no service but you have line of sight to the sky, you can send an SOS out now to okay that's uh, cool. to uh, to legit emergency services in your area, wherever the fuck you are. That's fair. Yes. That's good. And I don't know how effective that's going to be if you're literally like getting eaten by a lion in the Sahara. Like, probably still going to take them a long oh, time to respond. A- yeah, you, you- but at least someone will know that's <laughs> happening. They'll, they'll know an emergency happened. They'll be able to find what's left of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least they'll find your iPhone. We found your phone. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in Jurassic Park 3. Oh, man, yeah. We're like, who's, why is the phone ringing and it's in the dinosaur shit? Because the dinosaur ate, ate the, the guy, guy that was eating. I had the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I heard your phone. But I don't have the phone. I gave it to the other guy. Yeah. And then they all look yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, the guy that got eaten. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I love that. That terrified me as a, as a kid. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they'll, they'll find it in the lion poop. Yeah. Or the, no. <laughs> anyway, um, I just think that's cool. So, uh, fucking link trees in the description. It has all our links to the socials. You guys know. Yeah. Come on. Um, Anything, any newsworthy things about the show real quick to close out? Uh, not really. I do plan on releasing it tomorrow, so. Cool. Right. Today. By then, it'll be today for you guys, yeah. uh, or possibly in the future. Time we don't know tra- yet. Time traveling through podcasts. You guys love to hear it. dimensional thinking, everybody. All right. On that note. Bye. 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 I don't have the closing thing queued up because I suck at this, but you guys love to see it, so. This was I, the show. Thanks for listening. You know how the internet works, but if you don't, check out our link tree in the description. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Insta, China.